Growing up in a small town, there were always myths and legends that seemed to lurk around every corner. Everything was a mystery to be uncovered, a secret to be unlocked. Down at the old swimming hole, people claimed there was a fish the size of a bus, and of course, the house on the edge of town was haunted by the ghost of an old man who once lived there. My friends and me never actually saw any of these strange and unusual things, but it was kind of nice to tell ourselves that they were out there. Unfortunately, as you grow older, your belief starts getting stretched thinner and thinner until eventually it snaps, leaving you with the cold and logical world of adulthood. This is where I have my feet firmly planted now, a late 30s working stiff who's struggling to make his way up the ladder of a Fortune 500 company with little time to spare in between. It's good to know, however, that some things never change, and as I stand here at the airport of my small hometown in southern Oregon, I get the same distinct sense of magic that I used to. I haven't been back here in years, especially now that my family has packed up their things and moved on, but sometimes you just get drawn back to wherever you came from. In this case, I've returned from my high school reunion, which is basically just an excuse to see the friends that I only get a chance to catch up with online these days. Two quick honks from a nearby car horn wake me from my trance, and the next thing I know I'm glancing up to see the familiar face of my buddy, Hank, smiling back at me. I roll my bag over and Hank climbs out of the car to greet me with a warm hug, then pops the trunk and helps me lift my luggage inside. Has it been hot like this all summer? I question, commenting on the unseasonably sweltering evening. Oh yeah, Hank replies, then laughs. It's good to see you, Rick. It's good to see you too, I tell him with a grin. We climb into the car, and the next thing I know, we're flying through town towards Hank's place. He's letting me crash in the guest house out back, which is great because I won't have to book a hotel, but also because I'm excited for even more time to catch up with my old friend. This place feels the same, I tell him, gazing out the window as we pass by the towering green trees on either side. There's magic here. From the corner of my eye, I can see Hank nod. Yeah, there's definitely something in the air. They ever catch that giant fish down at the swimming hole? I question, prompting another outburst of laughter from my friend. No, I don't think so, he tells me. Suddenly, however, Hank's jovial expression fades, shifting into a face of stoic discomfort. Everything all right? I ask him. My friend nods. All that stuff, those urban legends, they're all so silly to think about now. There's one, though, a new one, my friend trails off. What is it? I question. People have been talking, Hank continues. The adults, people like me and you, they're hearing things. My friend is being coy, and I can tell. Something is definitely up, but at this point I'm not exactly sure if his hesitation is out of genuine discomfort or if he's playing some kind of prank. What are they hearing? I ask, finally taking the bait. This is going to sound crazy, Hank offers, but I swear to God it's true. I've heard it with my own ears. Late at night, there's an ice cream truck that drives through the neighborhoods. How late? I question. One or two in the morning, Hank explains. It wakes the grown-ups, people like me and you. A chill runs down the length of my spine. I've never heard of this before, but there's something quite creepy about the imagery of an old-school ice cream truck cruising the streets in the dead of night. Who's driving? I ask my friend. Hank shrugs. Nobody knows. Apparently, you can't really get a good look at him. He's only selling one thing, though. Plain vanilla ice cream cones. The legend says that each cone will bring a unique new sexual fantasy into your life. You'll have the sex of your dreams. 